All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Can you see it? Did you notice? Check, but the puck comes right to Pedersen, who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! Moments no. You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes beat reporter here. Like, I don't, I don't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I wanted them in at Valentine's Day. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. What Pearl steals, cutting in, shoots, scores! Don't waste all the good stuff on the off air. Let's go. (laughs) 
Hello, Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation, delivered to you by the great folks at DoorDash. Ding dong. You can use promo code CONVODD, capital C, capital D's, all one word, CONVODD, that will get you 25% off and free delivery on your first order with the DoorDash app. Does not get much better than that, folks. My name is David Guadrelli. I'm joined, as always, by the man who built the place, Chris Faber. Our technical producer is Alex Allard. High above Rogers Arena on what I thought was going to be a pretty stormy day, but turned out pretty nice out it's beautiful, here. Beautiful day out there. Lots of sun. Perfect amount of clouds in the backdrop. We got the bad angle here. You can't see, but everything above the clouds there, bright blue skies. I brought beautiful. a raincoat, and it's actually it's a, it's a pretty nice day. But uh, yeah, hi, Bob Rogers Arena. This is the Canucks conversation. The Vancouver Canucks are fresh off of their first win of the season. We yep. both called it, Chris, even yep. though at the end I said uh, 5-2 Kraken as my score prediction. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks toppled the Seattle Kraken. Let's switch up the cameras here. Let, let's switch let's it up. move it on. Okay. Yeah. I bought a new pair of pants today. Is th- Really? We're starting with this? Yeah, I bought a new pair of pants at uh, Costco. Great deal. Twenty two ninety nine. Is there any is there any better spot to buy clothes than Costco? Like for the price that you get? I, yeah, I don't think I mean, so. I can't uh can't disagree. Do you get the uh the knuck knucks, the slippers? Do you have a pair of those? No, I don't wear you, any slippers you should, or anything like you that. You should get yourself a pair of those. If I, I you know, I don't like wearing socks in general. So I don't uh, I like barefoot around the house. Well no, I wear socks around the house, but once the night's like at its end, I take my socks off as quick as possible. Yeah, me too. I like fresh air on my feet. Okay, now this this might sound weird, and I'm really going out on a limb here. Do you ever yep. take your sock off halfway? Like, do you ever like let it oh, yeah. dangle off your foot? You yeah. do? Yeah, like uh, just like just the heel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. I just needed that justification because uh, yeah, in the chat, chat Costco dress shirts. That's what uh, Arjun's in here saying. I bought uh, I bought dress pants, but they got uh, they got a flexi waist for big guys like me. We like the flex waist and okay. the flexi groin as well. So don't Ooh, have to worry. Flexi about it. groin would be nice. I t- back in the day when I was working at the mill, one day it was a tough it was a tough morning, and everyone was working hard that day, which is which was rare at the mill because normally you didn't work very hard. And me and this other guy, we both ripped our jeans on the same day. We had a hell of a laugh. Me and the other guy who was six foot eight. Shout out Brad. Um, we both ripped our pants on the same day. Hardest I've ever laughed at the mill. That's that is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. So these flexi groin, these flex ones, I these I swear by them now. They're I'll show you them after. They look like dress pants, but they feel like sweatpants, and it doesn't get much better than that. Hmm. Okay, Canucks made a trade. They did. You want to start there? Yeah. Quickly, let's touch on it. Then we got that in the poll question later. Then let's, let's get to the game because they won last night. The Canucks won last night. I got to tweet something Beautiful. out. What are you talking about? You got to tweet. Something I uh, out. just got told by a source. Source. Uh, that. Lane Peterson, newest Canuck. Nobody tweet this. Actually, I'm going to tweet it first. You keep talking. I'm going to tweet it, and then I'll say it out loud. Okay, I'll just start with the game. Um, to, or no, you want to get to the trade in a minute here. Let's just get it off the table. If you haven't missed, if you've been offline on Twitter, hey, if you come to YouTube for your uh, for your daily Canucks t- updates, like shout out to you. About an hour ago, the uh, Canucks traded a fifth-round pick for Ethan Bear, who... <laughs> Whoa, we're not glossing over well, that no, voice my, crack. No, it's not a voice crack. My throat's been acting up here. Ethan Bear uh, at $2.2 million contract, but the Carolina Hurricanes are retaining 400000 They also added Lane Peterson as well. So uh, a couple little players coming this way here. Bear's going to make an impact on this defense core right off the bat. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Kyle Burrows, who I think has been pretty good um, so far for the Canucks in a bottom pairing role. So I'm curious to see where Bear gets used. Like, what an opportunity you would think if at some point, like, and, and this isn't, to say that Bear is like a top pairing defenseman, but because of the situation of the Canucks defense core, 
Wouldn't shock me to see Bear play alongside Quinn Hughes at some point here pretty soon. He can move the puck, and yeah. I've said this. I said it about Jack Rathbone. I say it about all Canucks defensemen. If you can move the puck and make a tape-to-tape pass out of your own end, you deserve an extended look with the Vancouver Canucks, especially with their current uh, iteration. I'll read the tweet. You and can I know spray my, your spray I know. Your I'm just going to get it. My throat is – I'm not sick, but my throat is – It's you know what it is? These Betway, Betway, Betway videos, they got me doing so much extra content now for the nation here. Betway, Betway, Betway. 20 bucks right there. And I just, they're, they're wearing me out here. So yeah, I got my, I got my, uh, my, my throat spray here. I'm going to hit a couple of these while you do your little insider. Well, so my tweet, I, I posted it and I, I, I wanted to tweet it before I actually read it on air because I had a feeling Cody Sievertson was going to swoop in and tweet it out. Uh, but Lane Peterson, longtime boyfriend of Luke Shen's sister. Jeez, they're keeping it all in the family again. Yeah. The old Jonah Gadjevich 2.0 here, Spencer Martin. So let's talk about this trade a little bit. And I know you didn't really want to, but no, I, I want to do the game. Right you, the okay, sure. Let's talk about the game. We're going to be joined by Kevin Woodley. I Personally, I think we should have started with uh, started with the uh, trades that happened, but we're not going to. We're going to start with... Uh, people are blaming my voice crack on the morning hot dog that I had. Oh yeah, you had a hot. Okay, okay, we're not we're not doing this. We're not doing this. Let's let's they're get not, right. They're to not it. wrong. Let's let's get right to it. Uh, the heading is "Plan the Parade." You wrote that heading. Uh, the Pull it up, Canucks Alex. Canucks got to win. Pull it up, win Alex. Win on Thursday night against the Seattle Kraken. Look, you read the statsies. You read the stanchies over at Canucks Army. The statsies paste, painted a very different picture than the statsies did, and. Than the Stanchies, I'm not sure if I mix those up. It's it's hard to get them right sometimes, folks. But yeah. the Stanchies, it was all fun. We were talking, Canucks got a win, fun times. The belt got handed out again. Bruce got his 600th win of the, almost said of the season. I wrote it as That'd 600th nice. win of the season. But 600th win of his career presented Bo Horvat, who won 20 F and face-offs, as Bruce Hell put yeah. it. Uh, presented him with the championship belt, which we weren't sure if that was even back this year because the Canucks didn't get a win Sorry, until no. now. So the Vancouver Canucks, as you see there, won a... Hockey game, it's an accomplishment. It's somewhere to start, but your thoughts on the game? Because look, they got outshot, they got outplayed, like they almost got outshot. Whoa, two whoa, to whoa. One. you keep that negativity back where you came from, quads. No, back in Burnaby, you keep that. Ely Mikheyev, two goals, <laughs> 5 4 win over the Canucks. Mikheyev had two goals. You love to see that. How about JT Miller? lot more effort. I tell you what, sure. he is just, it is ridiculous how much more effective he is on the wing. Not to sound too negative, do you think you're as happy about this game if Martin Jones isn't in net? JT Miller was just, he was effective, <laughs> okay? Big block at the end of the game from Miller as well. How many saves did Martin Jones make? Was it 11 on the night? No, oh, he made he made saves. He made 13 saves on the night. Did he make 13? I thought the Canucks finished with 16 No, I think, he, I think he made uh, 12, okay. 12 saves on the night. Yeah, so not great. Yeah, but you, know, you got Kevin Woodley coming on. He, he, Woodley's on here later. He's telling me Martin Jones is uh, turning into Dominic Hasek lately. I, I didn't see it last night, apparently. No. Well, he's but not JT very Miller drops the hometown. gloves yesterday, had four hits in the game, drew a penalty, had the assist on the Kuzmenko power play goal. And that's what the Stanchies is all about, because we had a lot of fun with the fights. Like, okay. that's great. That's great to see. You yeah, know. I got a quote from you in the Stanchies. You said Pearson is adding an enforcer role to his resume. That's Dr- right. He dropped the gloves of Adam Larson on a big hit on Sheldon. Which, where's the stock going, Alex? Tanner Pearson stock. We all know where it's going. It's going up and up and up. The Tanner Pearson stock through the roof. Right. As per usual on this show. I tell you, Pearson, he's starting to he's starting to win me over. Is he? Yeah, he is. Just okay, the way that so- he's playing, he's acting like a winner. That's what Bruce Boudreaux said last night. He's a guy who's sure. won cups. He knows what he has to do when he's got to do it. And there it goes. 
Through the roof. To the moon. Okay. Now, can you explain to me, Chris, what you really like about Tanner Pearson's game aside from adding Enforcer to Well, I think that's just, that's the part that, listen, he didn't have a great game yesterday. You just like that he's got the effort in the dog? I think that what he did yesterday was just certain things that you like to see from a veteran player on this team and just want to see more of for years and years and years. You want to see players step up and stick up for his players. I mean, Sheldon Dries takes a huge hit. Last year, does anything happen in that spot? Probably not. At least Pearson stepped up and did it and really kicked off sure. what, was, what I thought was, you know, it was Pearson right off the bat. Then Miller right, you know, fights right after. Miller's grinning uh, at oh, Pearson he loved as he it, goes back right? to the bench. What does that do fun. for a group? A ton. Right. And then, you know, even Bo Horvat almost, uh, you know, shook the gloves a little bit. He was ready to with go Vince too. Vince Dunn, yeah. And then I got the quote from Boudreaux here. Sure, let's hear it. Boudreaux said, you don't see fighting every day and the leaders on this team, they took it upon themselves and said, we're not going to lose and they showed the way. We weren't just sitting there reacting. We went after them, and I think that showed a lot of character. That's what I'm talking about Okay, with Tanner Pearson there. Do you have anything else to say about this game before I call Kevin Yeah, Whitley? a little worry here. OEL, 27 minutes and 46 mm. seconds yesterday. Tyler Myers, 26 minutes and one second yesterday. A lot of ice time there. I'm surprised you aren't bringing up Vasily Podkolzin. Oh, well, I'm about to get to it. I got, uh, Go ahead. I got that as well. I'll, Bring Alex, it you got it. Pull it up, Alex. Pull it up, Alex. The, st- the stats versus the Kraken. Were you surprised by the low amount of ice time for Vasily Podkolzin? Full screen it, Alex. Jesus, slow that thing down a little bit. Uh, yeah, look at, I got some other notable stuff here. Dakota Jock. 737. Yeah, we'll start with the Podkolzin. 737. I, I have, you know, still a little surprised that he's not getting any time on either special teams units. I, I think he should be out there killing penalties. This team needs to still needs to improve on what they're doing with the PK. Yesterday, special teams helped them. It was the first team two of the for season. two power play, one for four penalty kill. Or excuse me, three for four on the penalty kill. So good for that. But hey, Dakota Joshua. Okay, this guy, his dog rating has been excellent so far. I know that not a lot of people are like in love with Joshua yet. But look at the look at him. Three shots on net in nine minutes. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him go. He's got three. Uh, three shot attempts. All three of them hit the net. Two, listen, man, I'm fighting through. Okay, don't be laughing at me here. You could, you could be. I'll, you know, you should, you could be doing the show by yourself. Uh, two individual scoring chances and a couple of high danger shot attempts. Yeah, no, it, it was, it was good. He's, he's playing good, and he did have that dog in him last night. Elias Pettersson. Yeah, Elias Pettersson again had another strong night. Uh, I don't want to talk too much about this game. Like we'll talk about it in the wrap up. I think because we kind of, yeah, yeah. you know, the win. Now you go right back to it Friday night. Here's the, the final thing before this, before we get to freaking Woodley, and then you can put me on the green screen. I'm out of here. I'm going to make another T. Um, Canucks were outshot 14 to three in the third period. But you know what? Like, okay, that that's horrible, right? Like that's that's not good. Outshot 14 to three in the third period. But to me, that third period didn't feel like a lot of the rest of the season where. They just went out and they were waiting to lose, right? Like the Canucks actually went out there and had a little bit of a push for someone in the third period. And, and don't get me wrong, they were dominated. 14 3 in the shots is not great, but it just it had a different feeling to it uh, of the Canucks actually pushing a little bit. So I don't know. I, I liked it. I, yeah. I thought it was good. Okay. Someone says I got that dog in me for doing that. Yeah, freaking hot dog they said I got in me for, for battling through my sore throat here. These Betway videos, man. You're doing good. We, uh, we all appreciate your work. You're, uh, you're you're a fighter, and you look like the listeners. I'm can fighting hear through, it. yeah. Listeners can hear you're absolutely fighting through it. We're we're gonna get Woodley on in a second here, but um, you know, we got to talk goalies. We got to talk. Yeah. Uh, got to talk goalies with Kevin Woodley, right? Yeah. Don't we? I prepared a couple of questions to ask. Uh, D- to ask did you goalie questions? Well, yep. fantastic timing because he joins us right now. Kevin Woodley from In Goal Mag. Kevin, how are you today? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm curious to know how I appear if this is uh, a video show and I'm not on video. There better not be like a, I don't know, like a Muppet or something in the corner. As I'm speaking. Well, I, I don't was, trust you, Quad. No, he, hey, yeah. oh, okay. I that was very Italian. So I was the one that picked the photo. So it's a nice photo. It's your profile Twitter photo of you smiling. You know that charming grin well, of yours with the helmet on. That one, that's good. Yeah, 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And I still have all my teeth. I hadn't taken that one off the mask that caused me to stick with. So that's good. I like it. I like it. He he's lucky that he just uploaded that. I didn't get a chance to do some photo editing. My uh, put my famous uh, editing to work here. As Quads knows too well. Yeah, and Alex is getting to work. <laughs> Woodley, you can't see it, but uh, your face is on the green screen behind Faber now, and oh, I don't even think oh, he's that noticed great. it yet. Yeah, <laughs> just looking over his shoulder, baby. All right. Making sure, keeping them honest. Keeping them honest. I'm watching uh, Canucks staff skate right now. Ryan Beach, just as usual, just like standing in front of the net, cherry picking, banging in garbage goals. No actual talent or skill, but Getting still carried. collects his garbage points. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, hey, let's get started on the goalie stuff because a couple goals yesterday on Demko. Uh, I just, I'm just curious, Woodley. Like when we see pucks leaking through a goaltender, is there something you take away from that? Because that's what it looks like right now. Is just, you know, I think of the the goal the other day where he squeezes it, kind of comes out of the crease. The puck's just sitting there for an easy tap in. To me, like, what is happening with these leaks through Demko over the first little bit here? Well, okay, so like, which one's the second one last night? Because I know the bad one. Like, there was one bad goal. No yeah, question. The well, second, which one's the second one are we talking? The second one was weird to me because, like, did the puck not hit his glove first, but then somehow bounce around to like the right side and go in? Like that one confused me a little bit. Oh, the McCann. I mean, that's Jared McCann. The McCann one, one, yeah. Just trying to get a trying to get a piece, and he's kind of had a, he's had a couple bad bounces where he's gotten a piece or a lot of it, and it ended up trickling through. And I, I would categorize that one. I mean, that's. <laughs> Not news to Canucks fans who are still wondering how the hell they gave him away, um, but Jared McCann can shoot, and so I thought he got a pretty good piece of it. And that's just a bad break. The the first one, that's the one that's just so uncharacteristic, and there's no way to describe it other than a bad goal. And um, you know, to me, it's just it's almost a sign of trying to do too much. I mean, if you go into a butterfly, I want Quads to do this while we're talking. If you go into yeah. a butterfly, drop to your knees. When you stick your leg out to extend on a save like that. 
the tendency is for the knee to lift off the ice and so it breaks that seal. And the interesting thing to me is it's one of the things they stress so much uh, when they're when they're doing their work with Dan Clark is that, you know, we don't push with the toe because that's how we end up breaking the seal. We extend through the hips and keep the knee on the ice and drive through the hips and knees. And, and as soon as you reach with the toe, that's when you when you sort of get those types of issues. And it's just so uncharacteristic. And at the end of the day, too, like the extension that he's that he's making there is basically outside the frame of the pose. Like if he just sort of sits in the butterfly there, it hits him. But he tries to sort of steer it and extend it. And I don't know. I, I mean, to me, it might just be the sign of a guy who's just at times maybe trying to do a little too much. Um, and so I don't view that the same way. I don't view that at all in the same discussion as, you know, the, the McCann goal. I don't view it in the same discussion as the Ajo goal. I mean, that's, that's Jarvis getting around your defense, creating a breakaway. And, and you make the save, you get most of it and it just trickles through. Like, I don't think there's any, any equipment adjustments here that's sort of leading to more of those pucks trickling through. I just think it's one of those stretches he's going through where, so he's getting significant pieces of grade A's, but just not quite enough. And so, you know, I don't know if that's a confidence thing or if that's just, you know, it's talky, right? And yeah. so you just have to kind of play through it. But to me, the one, the one that went under the pad, that's the one that he'd be the first to tell you is inexcusable. And I, I think it's just, you know, again, it's, it's an extension of the leg that just doesn't even need to happen in, in that instance, right? And so maybe just trying to do a little too much right now behind a team where, you know, everyone knows, like they sort of need him to steal, or they, you know, the, the thought was they really needed him to steal a game. And mm-hmm. The last thing you can do as a goaltender is go into a game thinking I have to steal it. It's a pretty tough mindset to live in. And you know, maybe those are the kinds of things that happen when you're, when you are feeling that, uh, feeling that weight, feeling that burden and trying to do a little too much yourself. Yeah. You think you'd be used to it by now though. I mean, uh, what, what we've seen this year, Woodley is interesting for me looking at the starters. I know you have a lot more better analytics behind this from uh, your guys at clear sight there. But uh, like the way I look at it, 18th in goals at saves above average uh, at five on five. Last year, Demko was second in the league at five on five, I believe, for goals saved above average. I mean, is it is it all just about like getting into a groove with him? Like, what do you think is not clicking right now, or is it just bad bounces, or is it bad defending in front of them? Like, are the scoring chances that high danger in front of them? That's what it kind of feels like. Like, what are you seeing, and what are you kind of reading from some of the analytics that you have available to you? Well, I mean, like, they're not pretty. I'm not going to come in here and, and paint a picture like, uh, you know, that, that there's so many scoring chances that, you know, and so many great A's that it's not about the goaltending. There have been. Um, his expected save percentage, uh, when I checked going into the game last night, was the fifth or sixth lowest in the NHL. And so that's a sign that you're facing good quality when, when your expected number is that low. Um, but the reality is uh, it wasn't all that high last year. And he outperformed it. And the difference right now is uh, he's just not outperforming it. Um, you know, he's kind of he's yeah, roughly like almost minus 2.7%, you know, through last night. And that's, you know, it's 49 out of 65 goalies. That's not where you expect Patrick Demko to be. I, I do think there's a couple of things at play here. One, like you said, um, it's just going downhill on him right now a little bit. Sometimes when that, that snowball starts rolling, it's hard to stop it. You can, like I said, try and do too much at times. It feels like every little mistake he makes is going in the back of the net. And I point, and I've done this a couple times, and I'll do it for you guys as well. Like, I point to the minigame. Like, the goal off the rush that ties it at two, uh, 
Kaprasov gets to the hash marks on the rush on the outside down the wing. And Demko reads like he's going to keep going and make this sort of a sharp angle rush attack. And he starts to push into his right post, which is sort of the system he plays. But he does it just a hair early. And as he's moving into his right post, Kaprasov passes it into the middle for a one-timer that, yeah, the defense maybe got in the way or it hit something. All true. But the reality is it goes in because he's late getting there because he had started moving to his right post as the puck was being passed to his left. And so what happens then in the third period in the tying goal? Uh, on the power play, yes, that's a you know puck comes down to Zuccarello at the side of the net to his right, and yes, it's a hell of a tip by him to just sort of sneak it over the pad and under the blocker. But Demko's just a hair late going into that post, and normally when he is his system, and we saw it last night with the post coming off, like he is slamming in there and got that short side field. He's ahead of the play. He's quick. He's early. But you can almost picture it. Like I, have, I didn't ask him in particular about this, but you can almost picture what a goalie's thinking. They're like, yeah, I went into my post too early on the last one. I, I don't want to overcommit too soon here. Mm. And like those are the fractions of seconds that make a difference in the National Hockey League, that little split second of hesitation. So there might be a little bit of that in his game right now, and that's, you know, that's the challenge. When things start going wrong and it feels like every little thing ends up in the back of your net, that's tough. The other part that's changed here, they're still giving up a ton of great A's. They're not giving up as much volume from the outside. And so, you know, Travis Green used to tell us, like, yeah, yeah, there are a lot of shots tonight, but a lot of them were from the outside. And I would look at the numbers and I'd be like, yeah, there were a lot of great A's too. But he wasn't wrong in that there were also a lot from the outside. Those are kind of gone. and But the great A's aren't. And so what are you left with? A goaltender that still has to face the quality, but he doesn't get a chance to feel his way into it. Like, those shots from the outside are the ones that make you feel good. You control the puck. They're easy saves. We call them the 99 percenters. Like you're padding your stats and you're padding your confidence when teams are throwing those. And I don't know how much of that is a change in the way the Canucks are playing things or how much of it is a change. Like other teams are finally starting to look, I mean, outside of the Carolina Hurricanes and just throw everything and they possibly can at the net. Most teams are starting to figure out that those shots, they really do little other than maybe, you know, like I know a lot of teams that now – through their work with their goalie coach, would just regard those shots as a turnover and warming up the other goalie. And so less teams, like teams are looking for quality. They're not settling for throw it at the net and anything can happen. And so that's a challenge as a goaltender and, and one that for, you know, early this season, he it's an adjustment he's going to have to make. He's not getting near as many of those easy feels and touches that can really help you settle into a game or in this case, into a season. Kevin, what have you thought about the management here with uh, Thatcher Demko and Spencer Martin? Spencer Martin, you know, expected to play against Pittsburgh, at all surprised by that. Uh, did you think they'd go back-to-back with Demko? What do you think of this so far? I think it's a good move. I would have been, you know, I would have been ready to rip somebody if it had gone the other way, frankly. Um, what happened, and I understand there were injuries in-game that led to this, like the fact that Quinn Hughes they play, comes off, the illness, they play the wheels off him, literally, and now he's out, and now they're missing him. Like, like if you can't learn a lesson from that, um, you trust Spencer Martin to be your backup. This is a tough spot tonight. It's a scheduled loss. I don't care who's in net. The reality is the Pittsburgh Penguins have been sitting here for two days. Uh, had a day off Wednesday. Practiced yesterday. It was a bit of an angry practice for Mike Sullivan. Uh, I was here at the rink, and, you know, there's a lot of pointed commentary. They're coming up their first two regulation losses of the season in Alberta. Like, you're getting an angry, motivated, prepared Penguins team. Ooh. And my understanding is the Canucks had plane issues last night. They didn't get home till like, 2 two in the morning or after. So, 
you know, like this is a scheduled loss. Um, obviously, they're in desperation time. But you got you, you trust Spencer Martin to do this job. Let him do it. Don't play the wheels off the other guy and then and then create diminishing return, especially at a time when you know maybe his game isn't as sharp as he'd like it. Anyways, give him the extra time. Let him get the rest. You got three games next week at home. Um, have him set and feeling good about his game for all three, rather than rolling him out into the fire tonight. Just before we wrap up here, Canucks make a couple trades, and I know this is going to be a long answer from you, and I'm excited for it. But what went wrong for Mikey DiPietro in Vancouver? I mean, you hesitate to blame it all on the year where he ended up on the taxi squad, but it's kind of hard to ignore it as well. And so, yeah, I'm gonna I'll say it again. Um, they did not want to spend on having a veteran goaltender on the taxi squad, so they basically wasted an entire year of his development. For a kid that in his first year pro made a lot of strides, like the adjustment from junior to the AHL, is one of the toughest adjustments a goalie makes. Everyone will tell you that. Bigger leap than AHL to the NHL. And he made it really well. Like, that was a really promising first AHL season, and there was a ton of upside there. And then once that decision was made, and, you know, I I know they would say that, you know, Mikey didn't get over it fast enough necessarily last season, like maybe dwelled on on the lost opportunity and how he ended up getting treated and the the development time it cost him. Um, you know, and maybe, you know, I, I, I don't know if that's the case, but maybe there is something to it. But it all started going wrong when they basically decided we won't spend the money on a salary of a veteran goalie on the taxi squad. We're going to leave Michael DiPietro in that spot. And everyone will tell you that games played. I shouted it from the rooftops at the time. Games played matter at that stage and he didn't get any. And that was, you know, that was a, sorry, that was just a, that was a failure. That was a failure for whatever reason, whether it was a lack of willingness to spend money on it, um, that was just a complete failure of that prospect development, and we have the results now. Now, I'm curious to see what happens in Boston. I still think Mikey can be a really good goaltender uh, and has NHL upside. You know, But when I look at the depth chart with the Bruins, like there's not a lot of room at the end there either in terms of their minor league system. So I'm curious to see where goalie Bob Atenza, uh, their goaltending coach in Boston, pencils him in and hopefully – Regardless of where it is, hopefully he gets a chance to play because that's what he needs right now, just a chance to play a lot. And it was pretty clear here that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, and I I look back and there was an 18-game stretch where Mikey had a 920 save percentage. Like, it's not like he fell off the map completely last year. The start was bad, the end was bad, but there was a good chunk in the middle last year where he was playing 920 hockey as a goaltender in the AHL. That's still very impressive. So, like, it it is a wild story. But to the follow-through of that, um, that we've seen in the AHL is Arthur Silovs. You got three consecutive starts, um, likely to only play one this weekend. But what does it mean for this early in the season to Silovs to be the starter in the AHL? I mean, all the opportunity that Michael DiPietro didn't get, right? Yeah. Um, you need to play. And, and, and hey, this is the other thing. Like, Silovs in the same boat last year, right? Like, he didn't get to play enough. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and, and credit to him for coming in with the right mindset to take advantage of an opportunity this year in Abbotsford. I said when they when they, when they they acquired Delia that I thought that might take a little time knowing what changes they'd ask him to make and you know how big of an adjustment that can be. Spencer Martin barely played the first month, month and a half in the American Hockey League last year. And so um, I figured somebody would get that opportunity early on. I, thought, I was hoping maybe that that might be the chance that Mikey would, you know, if he got the opportunity, maybe he could show that he can still be that guy. Um, but you got to give credit to Steelers because once he got it, he hasn't let go of it. 
Absolutely. Well, Woodley, we'll let you go. Uh, appreciate. It. Hey, has uh, have you seen Ryan Beach do a back check yet in that scrimmage you're watching, or no? Uh, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I was so engrossed in the conversation with you guys that I took my eye off it. But from what I'm seeing, there's not a lot of back checking by anyone, and mm. I think we all know that Beach should be the last one to, to lead that charge. <laughs> yeah, you didn't miss anything. I don't think that was a that was a setup question. Uh, all right, Woodley, appreciate it, man. We'll see you tonight. All right, thanks, guys. There he is, Kevin Woodley, Ingle Magazine. Good Talk, stuff. Talking goalies. As always. I'm surprised. You actually, well, I got to say, I'll say it now that Kevin's gone. Mm-hmm. You, you didn't want him on the show today. Well, yeah, I said that, yeah. You did? You, you were like, uh, don't get me Kevin Woodley. I uh, no, not, I no. don't want him. No, I said, we'll get Woodley. Uh, Woodley might be a regular, but he's got to be every two weeks. Too much Woodley for you? Yeah, too much Woodley. Lee. Yeah, too much Woodley. All right, let's get to our poll question. Two gotta, poll questions Two different today. poll questions. Two poll questions. I want to see Alex vote. That'll launch us. Alex in, has been quiet today. That'll launch us into our trade talk. Uh, we'll get to our first one here. Our poll question, both of these brought to you by the great folks at Atlas Goods. Go to locally owned and operated atlasgds.com. Use promo code CC15 for 15% off your first order of pop rinds. These are the best fresh pork rinds straight from your microwave or air fryer. Very different than any, uh, any pork rinds you've had before. So go check it out. Uh, our poll question today. How do you feel about the Jackson Nika? There's a Jake Jack Jackson Nika for Jonathan Myrenberg and Michael DiPietro trade. Uh, it's good. Added depth doesn't matter at all. Don't like the trade. And as always, I'm angry. I know. Alex. I know where Alex is going. Alex, Alex is quiet today. With. I know what he's up to. He's he's angry today. I can feel it. You don't know. Yeah, I know. I know. I, Alex is being quiet today. Oh, he's, he's good. He, he, Alex goes with it's good added depth. Okay. Along with 21% of the voters leading the vote, however, is 42% of voters saying doesn't matter at all. Mm-hmm. 30% say they don't like the trade and 7% say they are angry. So let's, let's, should we get to the second one first or do you want to tell me what let's, you're voting? You know what? Here? I'm going to keep it quick on this one. Okay. I think it's interesting. And maybe Alex, you can pull up the quote here from, uh, from Alvin talking about Myrenberg. That he says he's five years away. I don't like the Canucks moving a 19-year-old right shot defenseman. Who's shown well since being drafted. Who we had number six in our prospect rankings. Mm-hmm. He's the number one right D prospect in the system. You're trading him for a guy who, when you have a healthy roster... He's their top right-handed defense prospect. Yeah, too. And, when, and the guy that you traded for, what is he? The 15th, 14th guy... To, to play in your forward group? He's not going to Abbotsford. He's coming and, you know, to the Canucks. He's the, he's the kind of guy to me who's like in in the realm of like Will Lockwood, Sheldon Dry's territory. Okay, but I think the way I'm looking at this. Sheldon Dry's at least has special teams sure. that he can add to. I mean. Sure, sure, sure. But listen, Stanika's younger, right? What do the Canucks have to lose right now? They, they need a center. He's going to play in the NHL. He's going to play ahead of Sheldon Dry's, right? Is he though? Absolutely. You think so? Just because he's bigger? I think because he's younger, he's got more. Look, you can't talk about, and I know you know it com- comes down to Bruce's decisions. But at some point, Jack Sadnik is going to get a lot of. He needs waivers to pass, so they're not going to send him down. Mm-hmm. Sadnik is on the NHL roster; he's not going down. Yeah. So what do I you do? The then? Bruins are happy to get anything for him. Sure. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. But again, you've got Niels Amon and Sheldon Dries is your three four right now. You're telling me this Studnika kid can't play ahead of one of those guys? It's just I think that moving on from a prospect who. Very much was showing well. This kid was playing minutes at 18 years old. He was playing 17 minutes in the SHL at 18 years old just after being drafted. Okay, this the, he was just invited to to Sweden's World Junior Camp in mm-hmm. this past summer. It just feels like it, it was it felt like a real big win for the Canucks drafting this kid in the fifth round. 
and moving on from him a little early. Uh, that's just the way I look at sure, it. But, I don't but dispute that. The way that I see it playing out is is probably what the poll says here. It probably won't matter, right? I don't think it's going to matter. Yeah, at exactly. All. In in the end, it just the process is the thing that worries me a little bit. Sure. The process of hey, let's move on from our best right D prospect for this guy who can help us here while Curtis Lazar's out and might be better than Sheldon Dries. I don't know. Sure. I, I think Sheldon Dries brings a lot more to a lineup. I think Phil DiGiuseppe is a better NHLer. Sure. So. I think they're also looking at us. Nico's only 23, though, right? And again, you you, you pimp out your development staff or pimp whatever. Out. You know, pimp my ride. Remember that show? Yeah, I remember that show. Yeah, so that's that's the context I was using the word. And Arjun says, yeah, it's like the Gustav Forsling. Sure. It's not It's not like Gustav no, I mean, both, both were drafted in the fifth round. Both had a really good year after they were drafted. Okay. What I want to say, though. Like I said, it's going to end up being nothing. I'm going to be pissed in four years if he's playing for the goddamn Bruins. Sure. Playing even on a third pairing. Okay. This. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, that's I'm, all I'm, I'm okay with that. What I'm telling you it's is, the process. you know, you can't be like, well, Sh- Sheldon Dries, Phil DiGiuseppe. Look, you've got this development staff. Mm-hmm. Look, they're doing their best with DiGiuseppe and Dries, but those guys are done their development. Sadika's go- not done. Like, that's what the Canucks are betting you know, on here, yeah. right? I guess we'll wait and They're see. They're taking a bet. They're taking a bet. But you know who's not done developing either is Jonathan Meyerberg. So yeah, I understand that's I your point. Okay, our All second I'm poll question. is we're going to have to wait and see, which is the opposite of what the Canucks are doing with Meyerberg. Sure. Okay, our second poll question also brought to you by the great folks. And I like the – listen, I like a lot of prospects, some of them, because they they chat with me. They're fat, they have good conversations with them, and I like them. I like to say I like these kids. I like the kid. I like the person. I've talked to Meyerberg once, okay? I like Meyerberg because of his play. He's six foot three. He's right shot defenseman. What's what the what are the freaking pork rinds doing up here? I'm <laughs> talking about Meyerberg. On, what an indictment on yourself. You're like, look, I know I talk about Listen, a lot of other some, prospects because they answer my calls. Some of them get the favorable coverage. What am I gonna say? I've never I'll, I've had one conversation <laughs> with Meyerberg. Meyerberg, I thought was the best defenseman at Canucks development camp. Yeah, I, I okay? shared that but with you. But you know yeah. what? It's more of an indictment on the organization of what they have in their prospect pool than it is about saying that Meyerberg's just this massive uh, you know, impact player. Yeah, it's more and of an he indictment. didn't answer the DMs, Cody. That's what I'm saying. He didn't answer yeah. DMs. And he's still getting favorable coverage. He was because of the play. Yeah. So that's some folks, apparently. Pork rinds. Let's try and have some pork rinds here. Uh, one of these episodes. I'll bring the air fryer in here. We'll do it up live. Oh, it takes two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. It might make a little. I'll bring. Yeah, we'll bring the air fryer in here uh, next week sometime. Air people fryer. are like, eat them live. Eat them live. They are good. We're going to. Okay. What's Alex doing with the Alex, video? Alex now? has put an instructional video on. This, out of no, me. this is a live cam of Alex's, uh, <laughs> Alex's office right now. That's <laughs> Alex's finger. He's got two minutes, three minutes in there. Fire it okay. up. Okay. Uh, our second poll question also brought to you by those great folks at Atlas Goods. The second trade the Canucks made today. How do you feel about the Ethan Bear for a first round, fifth round pick? Excuse me. Jeez. Trade. That's uh, also Ethan Bear and Lane Peterson. You left out uh, Luke Shen's brother-in-law. Okay. Future brother-in-law, I should say. Um, slam dunk. It means nothing. It's cool. And as always, I'm angry as we wait for Alex to Alex. vote. Where'd you go with this one, Chris? Alex is going to go slam dunk because he's got a big thing of uh, pork rinds in front of him here. Anyway. Alex goes slam dunk. Where'd you go? Where do you th- Where do you land on this? I think it's cool. You think it's cool? Not a slam it's dunk. Cool. Tell me. Give me your reasoning. Well, I think he's going to play some games for the Canucks. And uh, yeah, you only had to move on from a fifth round pick. I don't think that's... Listen, most, fifth, most, most fifth round picks won't get to the level that Ethan Bear is at. Or Jonathan Myrenberg. Or Jonathan Myrenberg, yeah. I wouldn't trade a fifth for him. Um... Well, I would actually, uh, but yeah, I think you get a player here who's going to play. Um, hope that he has a bounce back season. It's clear that he wasn't going to find a fit with the Hurricanes. 
it worries me a little bit that, J- that Jalen Chatfield <laughs> was playing above this guy. I think that's what's giving Canucks fans the most pause is that yeah, Jalen Chatfield. I think was that's a thing, but at the same time, like you know, Jalen Chatfield might be starting. He would be in the Canucks uh, defense core right now, anyways, too. So the, at least this is a guy who can come in and play, and I think look a little bit different than the right defenseman that they have right now on their roster. So you hope he can bounce back. I mean, this guy, this guy put up a half decent amount of points when he was playing with Carolina with Edmonton when he was young. Um, you hope that this is just a change of scenery thing can help him, and there's absolutely going to be opportunity for him, uh, which there was not in Carolina. So like the player. Um, you know, from everything that you hear about the person, sounds like a great person to have in the organization anyways. Um, and I think it's going to be a guy who jumps probably right into the lineup and, and helps what's going on with the defense core a little bit. Kyle Burrows maybe heading to the left side. Maybe he plays with him. Uh, maybe down the road, like, the, you know, I mentioned, I think, earlier in the show, for Bear, he's, he's looking at it like, dang, if I get a chance to even have a, a you know, a run of two weeks with Quinn Hughes, I'm going to play my absolute heart out and see what you can do looking like Quinn Hughes' partner because – it seems like that door is wide open for anybody to come in and play well with Quinn Hughes and have a spot on this team. So, um, yeah, I think overall, I don't think it's slam dunk. I think it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, Jarhead jumped in the chat and said, that's a very competent trade. It is, it is a tidy piece of business. It yeah. is a tidy piece of business. Ethan Bear can move the puck. A lot of players on the Canucks can't. And I, I like, like people on Twitter are like, what does mm-hmm. this mean for Jack Rathbone? What does this mean for left-handed Jack Rathbone, right. that right-handed Ethan Bear? Top four Jack you Rathbone. Can't, you can't have more than two guys in your lineup who can move the puck. So what happens then? I I don't even want to get into this. But I, I like the trade. I like the trade. Ethan Bear is, you know, like we're going to talk to Bag Milk on Monday. Uh, you know, Edmonton Oilers beat writer. That's beat with two E's. Yep. At OilersNation.com. We're going to talk to him about Ethan Bear's time in Edmonton. Because he played top four minutes there, and he did it quite well. He put up a decent amount of points, man. He did. He put up decent points. And he had points a nice he... bounce back last year, too. That's right. Yeah, he did. He but was it's just like, in a, what, what is in a keeping him out of the lineup? Jalen Freegan Chatfield. That's the thing that makes That's you think. That's what gives you pause. That's sure. what keeps me away from Alex is over here, slam dunk over here. But I don't know about the slam dunk. Okay, before we close it out Could here. Could be a slam dunk. Potential for slam dunk. I think there's more potential for slam dunk than potential for it to mean absolutely nothing. Absolutely. I'm Absolutely. leaning more towards that. I'm on the I'm on the dunk side of it's cool. Okay. Uh, Arjun jumped in the chat here and said, fifth this year is more value since the draft is supposed to be really deep, no? Uh, top end really good. You you could say, you know, once you get to the fifth round, I don't think any Everything's draft a crap is deeper shoot. than sure. the other one. You're really just going with whatever. Lisa okay. says, love watching Bear as a Thunderbird. He's part of the championship. Yeah, he played, uh, played his WHL hockey uh, with Seattle. All right. Let's get to the Betway wrap-up. Eric's excited. Eric's catching a live show. Welcome, Eric. Welcome in there, Eric. Hey, bef- yeah, welcome, Eric. Before the Betway wrap-up, Pittsburgh Penguins in town tonight. We briefly touched on oh, with yeah, Kevin let's talk Woodley. About that a little bit. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. I'm going to the game tonight, mm-hmm. not in the press box. I'm going down with the fans, and uh going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, but I've seen the jacket you're wearing. You're going to be sticking out like a sore thumb. Whatever. You I want a jersey? I got some jerseys for you. I'm not wearing a jersey. Why not? I, you're not wearing a jersey when you go either. Well, you're taking the misses. Is she wearing a jersey? Uh, probably. What's her What's her jersey? I think she's gonna Patterson? wear the old uh, the old orca. She should take the uh, my uh, ska Faber sixty nine jersey. Okay, I, think, think, about I that? think that actually is good. Either that, or you know what that. I got today? Actually, I uh, got it yesterday in the mail. I don't think I told you this yet. Um, you know my boy in soccer, right? Erlin. Oh Holland? yeah, 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 yeah. I got a Holland jersey. Okay. Yesterday. Should I go grab it? No. No. We got like two I can, minutes. Yeah, I know, but I can be back in fifteen seconds to hit the bet. Okay, sure. Okay, go I'm going. I'm going to grab it. I'll just talk. I'm by wearing shorts. Here. I'm wearing shorts. Tell, uh, talk about uh, Spencer Martin tonight. I got to show people this. 
You really okay? Faber is very excited to show people this. He has left the studio, uh, as those on the YouTube uh, live can see. I want to talk about this Pittsburgh Penguins game. He's going to get his jersey. I'm not wearing a jersey to the game, but the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight. Woodley mentioned it. That's an angry team that you're getting tonight. They've had two days. They're probably at the Roxy last night, maybe banter room. Who knows where they were? But they've had two days to prepare for the Canucks. I know you want to show this in a sec, but let's actually talk about this game, Chris. Because well, I heard I heard something. I forget where I heard this. Good day for a rookie party. Two two days off in Vancouver. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, rookie parties know how to fire a team up. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, All right, you want to see this thing? Let's see it. Keep talking. Well, I'm trying. I don't have anybody to go back and forth with about the Penguins tonight. I don't want to preview it too much either. Wow, that's a nice-looking jersey. Okay. So for, for those that are on the podcast, Chris bought this. What's his name? Hall, Holland? Erlen Holland. Erlen. Yeah, you pulled, like in, uh, you pulled him in FIFA. I was there, and you were very excited about it. Yeah, he was the guy. He's my guy. He's like a big, big-body soccer player. Reminds me of uh, Ibrahimovic, who was my boy back in the day. So this is the new guy. He's with Manchester City, so I'm a, I'm a Man City fan now. Uh. Go, go blue. Did you really wear a jersey to the game last time you went? Like last year, did you wear one? No. Okay. Uh, I, I, I was going to wear a Canucks hoodie. Oh, that, okay. That's, still, like, that's a little, that's a little off. Yeah. Canucks you're an accredited. Well, now you're full time, full yeah, season. Yeah. No, I can't be wearing, I can't wear a yeah, jersey. Yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure we're on the same page. I'll be, down, I'll be down in, uh, not in the media room. I think a couple, a uh, couple times this year. Got to bring my, uh, bring my fiance. I don't like going to games. You know that, but I know well, it's hard because it's like everybody around you is cheering, and I think you're you're trained as media that you can't stand up and cheer in the press box. Well, I you just watch the game so differently. Like mm. as soon as there's a goal, I'm like looking at who's on the ice for the goal. Yeah, I'm not true. like yeah, go team. I'm like okay, who's on for that one? And then I like make a note. Like I'm gonna be taking notes on my phone so that I'm prepared for the show on Monday. Yeah, no, it's true, and that's what I feel bad. Like the, uh, if I go with like a group of people, they're all jumping up and screaming when yeah. someone scores. Arms I'm like, full. Yeah, I the whole time I'm cross-armed and just like watching the game like I would be up in the press box. So it's a little difficult. Look what this team has done to us. Arjun back Arjun's back telling me about the the dress shirts in the chat now. Okay. I just got a bunch of dress shirts. I got my uh my old navy order. I know we're going off the rails though. Let's close it out. Let's do the betway wrap up. Okay. Betway pull it up. Two different sports today, Alex. Pull it up. You did a good video. I watched your video today. Did you? You yeah. like that one? We're very off the rails today. It feels like a weird it's day Friday, for a man. podcast. Let's, I like having the chat come in here on Friday. Monday's going to be a good show. Kevin says, quads, why don't you like going to games? Honestly, literally just foot traffic. Yeah, that's true. And car traffic. That's a good part about, because when we work the game, you go into the, you're out of there like an hour after the game ends. And yeah, it's, it's very cleared up. I think the biggest thing is it's like a 40 minute transit ride for me. And I come here for every morning skate. Yeah. I always love going to morning skates more than I like going to games oh, to quiet, be clear. Yeah. Quieter, you know, less traffic all the time when you come for morning. I tell you, skates. My voice is sure at its ends. I can hear it in, yeah. my, in my head. But yeah, I think that's mostly what it comes down to is just, you know, commuting twice downtown is not, uh, not something. I all like. right. Bet wait, Alex, you got the bet way up here. Got two different bets today. I got a Betway boost again. I'm hitting the boost again. Uh, Bryce Harper, Jordan Alvarez. You know I love Alvarez. You know I love that swing of his. I think he's got a beautiful swing. Uh, one of those two to hit a home run tonight. Betway boosted, plus 400. That's a good one. Hey, World Series gets going tonight. Are you yeah. excited? Uh, not really. No. I'm Padres just, lost against the Phillies. Phillies all the way, right? Even though your Padres oh, yeah. lost? Yeah, yeah nobody I'm, I'm wants 100% to see. going Phillies. Yeah. Yeah. Who cheers for Houston? Is there a more hated team in baseball? There can't be right now, right? Pro even sports, I don't know. Even the Yankees, like people hate on the Yankees, but you know, I'd rather the Yankees than the Astros. The Astros oh, yeah. suck, dude. They, they cheated. I don't like them. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so my question for you. That way boost. 
Yeah, Betway Boost. Check it out, Betway. Now, I have a question for you. Actually, no, it's not really a question. I guess it is. Did you see this tweet that every time the Phillies win the World well, I got Series, a second bet here too. every time the Phillies win the World Series, there's an economic recession? No, I didn't see this. Yeah, well, 2022, we're like, you know, on the verge. They won the World Series in 2008 with Ryan Howard, right? Uh, and then, the, like, they won it in, like, 1980 or whenever. I don't know when the other recessions were. He's talking about off the rails, eh? Well, sorry. <laughs> Arjun says it's weird to talk about a win on the show. It is. It was it weird. Was cool. It kind of threw us off a little bit. Yeah, it did. We'll be back on Monday. Yeah, we'll be back on talk, Monday. Don't we'll worry. We'll be back on Monday talking about losses. <laughs> um, no, that, it's like Woodley said. Tonight, uh, if the Canucks pull out a win tonight, hey, wow. This is a good opportunity for Spencer so, Martin. That's how I look at it. Speaking of the Canucks not winning, pull it up, Alex. We got the Betway bet here, the second bet. I got. The, I like these um these pre-built ones on Betway. Betway, 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 Betway. Betway, Betway. Um, where is it, Alex? Pull it up here. We got the the Penguins winning. Uh, over six point five goals being scored, but little Canucks uh, happiness here. Bo Horvat scoring a goal. Going with that. That's my little pre-built bet. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Good bet. Good bet. Good, good bet. bet. Betway. Well, that's it for the week, man. Another yep. good week here on the show. Great week for the show. Uh, Vancouver Canucks got to win this week tonight. Yeah, they did get my, my voice got worse and worse as the week went on. That's right. Not sick. I took tests. I know. Well, I shoved you, that. You little... might be sick. You just don't have COVID. That's true. I think I'm over the sickness now. I'm just at the point of like. Uh, we'll find the, out. My soon throat's just been sick. killing me. Yeah, we'll find out soon. Yeah. Okay. We'll wrap it up there for my co-host Chris Faber and our technical producer Alex Allard. My name is. I didn't David show Petrelli. any cards this week. Did yeah, I? That's okay. No, I didn't show any cards. That's okay. I showed a jersey. I'm gonna have to mute this, and you're just gonna have to present it to the camera. Uh, co-host Chris Faber. Technical producer Alex Lard. My name is Dave Quadrelli. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Canucks Conversation. Well, it's Jack Rathbone rookies, baby. Jack Rathbone rookies. Thanks for listening to Canucks Conversation, delivered by DoorDash. Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.